Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Richard. New customers can bet just five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Richard. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The volume. Championship. That should always be the expectation. I ain't mad at you. Go ahead. Welcome back to the Richard Sherman Podcast. And we're in the divisional, Mitchell. Wow, what a weekend. Richard, what a weekend it was. I, I, I'm fired up, to say the least. <laughs> I bet. You know, you know I am, Richard. And I want to get, I, you know, I want to discuss Detroit, but we got to start with Sam Fran. San Francisco 49ers pull off an absolute gut-wrenching victory against the Green Bay Packers. Richard, did you see this one playing out the way it did? An absolute squeaker at the end for the San Francisco 49ers, 24-21, huge win. Mitchell, I expected it to be a dogfight. I did. I expected uh, them to, to, to trade blows back and forth, but I did not expect San Francisco to be trailing going into the fourth quarter because – Going into this game, Mitchell, the San Francisco 49ers, when trailing by seven points or more entering the fourth quarter under Kyle Shanahan, were 0-30. Mitchell, they were down 21-14 to going into the fourth quarter. When, they, when they're in the fourth quarter, if they're ever down by five-plus points, Mitchell, they were 2-41. and <laughs> Mitchell, they were down, most of it. And this team showed something they had not shown all season or ever under Kyle Shanahan, the ability to make a fourth-quarter comeback when down more than a score. And 
they did that and that like it, it was really cool because Brock Purdy, the elements, anytime it rains, you're kind of nervous for the San Francisco 49ers. They just have not played well under those conditions. So as soon as I saw that on the forecast, and I'm sure every Niner fan, when they saw that on the forecast, w- was sitting there very, very stressed. Their anxiety level went up substantially. But Brock Purdy, last drive of the game, 12 plays, 69 yards, capped off by a CMC five-yard run for a touchdown. Metro, for the fourth time in the last five years, the San Francisco 49ers are in the NFC Championship. Third year in a row. And it's, it's becoming common practice. They expect to be there. They should be there. Um, but you got to give a lot of credit to the Green Bay Packers and, and what they were able to do. Jordan Love played a solid game. He turned the ball over twice. So, you, you know, you do got to give him credit for those because uh, the last interception was kind of a head scratcher. Where was he going with the ball? Why? It was first down. It was an unnecessarily forced play. It wasn't like he had to have it at that time. They had time on the clock. They had timeouts. But Dre Greenlaw made a heck of a play. Uh, CMC played a really good game. Uh, you got the concerns about Depot and his shoulder and what he he wasn't able to return to the game. But Jawan Jennings, third and Jawan, deserves a ton of credit. He didn't he he stepped into a moment. He wasn't expected to play the role that he had to play when Debo went out. He made huge play after huge play. And for a while there, he and Kittle were, were all they had. He Kittle and CMC. You know, he was the go-to guy making plays, pushing the ball down the field. Um but this defense stepped up, made huge plays when they needed to. They got a huge stop in the red zone, fourth down to, to keep points off the board. That was a huge play in the game and ended up being probably the difference maker in it, Mitchell. There's, there's no question about it, Rich. I mean, this game, for all intents and purposes, did not go the way I think the vast majority of folks thought it would go. Um, Green Bay had their fair share of chances to put this one away. Uh Darnell Savage should have been pick six right in the hands. Dropped. Anders Carlson, the rookie kicker, missed field goal. Trouble with the snap, trouble with the hold, still missed field goal. I mean, Green Bay exceeded expectations. Um, You got to tip your hat to this team. They gave San Francisco hell, Richard. I I think you they they gave them hell, and they looked like a team that is going to be on the rise here for the next several years but that's that's this, where you get com- concerned because it, it i don't trust playoff performances like i used to mitch we used to it used to be a great indicator a great barometer of future success you could say hey look at what he did in the playoffs he's going to do that starting next year and then you get the jacksonville jaguar situation where you're like okay they started eight and three and then just imploded down the stretch and weren't even a playoff team after, you know, making that big comeback against the Chargers. They looked good against Kansas City last year. You you thought, hey, every, all the arrows are pointing up and they end up not even being a playoff team the next year. So um, while you got to give them a lot of credit, but sometimes these kind of losses are backbreaking. Sometimes these kind of losses are ones where you let it get away and then you never even get close again. You know, but Jordan Loves look, looks like an elite quarterback. Um, the future looks bright. It looks like they have a very strong young receiving core that that are very unselfish. Aaron Jones um, played his best game against the San Francisco 49ers that I think in, in recent memory. I don't think I've ever seen him play run that well against San Francisco's defense. He had the big 53-yard run. But at the end of the day, Metro, ugly, pretty, clean, whatever. A win is a win, and winners advance, and losers go home. That's the playoffs, Metro. It's the tournament. 
And for the third time in the last three years, the San Francisco 49ers advanced to the championship game uh, on the NFC side. And I think it's going to be a fantastic game versus your Detroit Lions. But we'll get there when we get there, Mitchell. Because speaking of your Detroit Lions, Mitchell, they're in the championship. Uh, Richard, I was in Ford Field uh, today. And much like last weekend, it was absolutely electric. That city was a buzzing. And I, I'm so proud of this team. I'm so happy for this city. Um, Richard, speaking candidly, we deserve it. You know, I mean, it, it's been it's been decades. I mean, it's been a generation, you know, since we've had an opportunity to celebrate something like this. And this team has embraced, this city has embraced this team, this mentality, this gritty mentality. This game wasn't pretty, but Detroit got it done. And Richard, Jared Goff, you know, this is a guy that had to come, overcome a lot of adversity throughout his young career, comes to Detroit and is now becomes a mainstay. For the second game in a row, his name is being chatted, chanted in Ford Field. Jared Goff, Jared Goff, throws for 287, two touchdowns, no turnovers. They beat the Bucs. Richard, I got to know your thoughts about this team. I know they're going to be playing your San Francisco 49ers. They had overcome the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What were your thoughts about this performance today? I thought it was a great performance. I thought um, they withstood Baker Mayfield because he was playing really well at, at, at different stretches of the game. Um, they withstood Todd Bowles' attack, his his ferocious defense. They brought a lot of different pressures. Um, they they hit Jared Goff, and he was unfazed, unrattled. That, that was one of the concerns going into the game uh, was him potentially getting rattled by the pressure and by him constantly – being on his back or or having people in his face. Um, but he played well. Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, your boy Jameer Gibbs played really well, was really explosive. It, you know, obviously he had the long touchdown run, but also caught some passes. Aiden Hutchinson had a sack. And so it just was, it, there were so many great contributors. It was so many great efforts. And Tampa Bay played well. Um, Mike Evans had a big game. Uh, Baker Huge. Mayfield threw for 349, three touchdowns. He had the two interceptions that that ended up being costly. That the last one is the one that sealed the game. But I, I, I you know, it's one of those things you got to just feel good for the city of Detroit. Everything they've been through um, to have <clears throat> what two home wins in the past 60 years, and then to get two home wins, playoff wins in the last two weeks uh, is unbelievable for that city. They're in the championship game. And they've earned their way there. Who would have knew? Who would have knew Dan Campbell would be the answer? Who would have knew Dan Campbell come in talking about biting kneecaps and he's the guy that is the one to take Detroit to the promised land? Mitchell, I don't know if you could have called this. I certainly couldn't. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. GameTime takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. On GameTime, it's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. GameTime is obsessed with finding ways to save you money on tickets. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after the event has started. It's the place to find last minute seats and game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. 
if you find tickets in the same row and section for less, Game Time will guarantee you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code SHERMAN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code S-H-E-R-M-A-N for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm so happy though, Richard. I mean, you look at our guy, and I don't want to cast the spotlight onto myself, but I got to every once in a while, Richard. The Lions struck gold in Iowa earlier in this year in the draft. Sam Laporta, this guy comes off for a hyperextended knee, nine receptions, 65 yards. He was Jared Goff's safety blanket all game, this game. And, and this is the type of guy, he's got a Travis Kelsey, George Kittle vibe to him. He's the type of guy that's going to help elevate this team the rest of the season, years to come. But Richard, you get through this game, you're going on to San Francisco. We'll talk about the matchup after this, but I cannot stress you enough how fired up the Detroit fan base is, including myself. Let's talk about their defense real quick. Aiden Hutchinson continues his sack streak, another sack. Ify Melifonwu. I mean, this guy has come out of nowhere the second half yeah. of the season. One and a half sacks. Brian Branch, this team... C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Richard, I got to know, you were a trash talker in your day. You were the best of the best in the trash talk game. Mm -hmm. C.J. Gardner-Johnson got into it a little bit with Baker Mayfield going into this week, exchanging verbal blows. He gets the better of him with the pick. Richard, how good does that feel as a defender being up to oh. back up your talk, man? Oh, Mitchell, it's, it's, it's liberating. Mitchell, it's, it's invigorating. It's I, I mean, it's hard to describe when you when you speak about something and then you go out there and you prove yourself right on the football field under the bright lights. It was an incredible play. Then he threw the ball at him. I thought he was going to catch 15 for that. I, 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 maybe the refs didn't see it, but he tossed the ball to Baker Mayfield. And I said, oh, my God, is it to add icing onto the cake, Mitchell? 
with the ball toss and to not get the penalty. I mean, that's that was unbelievable. Um, but it was a huge win for them, huge win for Detroit. And him coming back from injury and able to play as well as he did because he was injured for a good portion of the season. And now he had a little bit of an offseason verbal spat with Ty, Tyshawn Raquan Samuel. Mitchell, <laughs> I don't know if Debo's playing, but I think this little bit of extra motivation may get him out there, Mitchell. It may. But we shall <laughs> see. Well, Richard, I know you had your eyes on this matchup. Kansas City. Goes into Buffalo. It was the old David versus Goliath. Can Josh Allen finally slay Goliath? He couldn't. Richard, you called this going into this week. You said there's no way Josh Allen overcomes Mahomes. And sure as shit, he didn't. Your thought on this outcome, Rich? Mitchell, I did not think. Everybody talks about the David Goliath story. Like, it's one to really be proud at and hang your hat on. Like, man, David really got Goliath. He got him that one day. He got him that one time. But most of the time, Goliath wins. And so, until Josh Allen is able to beat Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, I will not give him that credit. I will not give him that kind of support and say, hey, I got the Buffalo Bills over the Kansas. I will not. I will refuse. I'm not doing it. Because you have not shown me anything that would allow me to feel confident in making that decision. Because Josh Allen went to this game and he was playing really well. He played confident. He looked like he was moving well. But then he went super conservative. And I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was Joe Brady. I don't know who was making the decisions, but it was super conservative. I hear everybody talk about... Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Burrow and all these big arm quarterbacks and everything they do. Well, he played scared, Mitchell. He played very scared down the stretch. He played to not lose the game. And that's why they lost because he threw, he did throw a few bombs. He did take a few shots he and he had a drop by Stefan Diggs. But for the most part, you're sitting, seeing most of the passes at or behind the line of scrimmage, swing passes to, to cook uh, all over the place, swing passes and screens. Um, to the tight end, you're not you're not making plays. Uh, Dalton Kincaid caught probably like three or four screens in the fourth quarter, and it was just not the 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 Josh Allen that we're used to seeing. It was almost like, hey, we know he has a propensity to turn the ball over, so we're not even going to give him a situation where he could possibly turn the ball over. We'll keep it easy. We'll keep it everything under control, and we'll try to sneak out of here with a win. I don't believe in it. That's so why you can't win in a play. You can't beat Patrick Mahomes like that. You're not beating Patrick Mahomes by by playing not to lose the game because you're going to lose. And Patrick Mahomes and Isaiah Pacheco, who had a really good game, and Travis Kelsey had two touchdowns. He had the five catches. Uh, Rasheed Rice had a solid game. They were playing to win. They've been in this situation before. I know they've had an off year, but until they're slayed, they are champions. And they were the national. I mean, they were the Super Bowl champions coming in. So until they are beating. Beaten, they are the champions and they have the heart of a champion and they have the pedigree of a champion and they're not going to go home without a fight. Buffalo had a number of chances to win this game. They had a number of chances, but they also had a number of things go their way that probably shouldn't have. I mean, I don't know what that fake punt was. I really don't. I don't think Sean McDermott knew what that fake punt was. And then they get a break. Um, the defense forces a turnover, a touchback in the end zone. And then again, Josh Allen all of a sudden fumbles the ball, running the ball. And then they get a break then, and they get it back. 
And then he almost throws an interception to um, LeJarrius Sneed. But McDuffie bats it away. Okay, you get a break there. You're only getting so many breaks. And then you get in field goal range and your kicker misses it wide left. Okay, and got it. You did not deserve to win this game. You got outplayed by Patrick Mahomes. You played too conservatively. Yeah, you had the rushes and the rushing touchdowns. But in the past game, 26 to 39 for 186, you were pretty inaccurate on some of your passes. You looked scared. You looked like you were playing not to lose the game, not to turn the ball over. Now you have a propensity to throw interceptions. But when you decide to play timid, it's almost worse than throwing interceptions because it's it 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 you're a shell of yourself. And a shell of himself isn't good enough to beat Patrick Mahomes. And that's what he lost this game. There's no question about it. And Richard also. You know, we were talking about it offline before we jumped on. There's been this downfall with Stephon Diggs. After week seven, Stephon Diggs did not have another 100-yard game. I'm going to read these stats off for you. After week seven, 58 yards, 70 Mm -hmm. yards, 86, 34, 27, 74, 24, 48, 29, 26, 87. Richard, 21 receiving yards today. I mean, this is his number one receiving option. How can you explain this fall off by somebody that is just really, you know, I would think he's an overwhelming top 10 receiver in this league with a can of an arm quarterback. What happened? I don't know, Mitchell. I don't know if it's confidence. I don't know if their rapport just fell apart, but he had opportunities today. He had opportunities. He had a deep ball where he went up, the, the safety pretty much failed. If he would have caught that, I think it would have been a touchdown, but he drops it, Mitchell. He drops it. Josh Allen hits him right in the hands, over the shoulder, and he drops the pass. And for an elite receiver, you can't have it. There's no excuse. There's no like, oh, man, that was a tough play. That wasn't a tough catch. That's not not for an elite receiver. That's a, a ball we expect you to catch. Your quarterback expects you to catch. Your team expects you to catch. And that was a turning point in the game where you have to make those plays. You have to. You know, that changes the whole complexion of the game. You catch that and score, and we're, we're, we may be having a different conversation, but we're not having a different conversation. We're no. having a conversation for the sixth year in a row of Patrick Mahomes <laughs> going to the AFC Championship because – is it six in a row? Oh, boy, it's a lot in a row, Richard. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's six in a row. I'm pretty sure they, they've gone six in a row. He hasn't won them all, but he's always there. He's always there. Yeah. He, he, He is the new Tom Brady, and he went back to his bread and butter, Travis Kelsey, five receptions, 75 yards, two touchdowns. And, Richard, this is vintage Patrick Mahomes. And and stack check here, yes, it is six in a row for you, Rich. Patrick Mahomes gets it done. (laughs) Isaiah Pacheco, almost 100 yards rushing. I mean, this team, just when we thought they were down and out, Throughout this year, when they had no receiving options, all of a sudden, Rasheed Rice is stepping up. Travis Sick Kelsey looks like his vintage self. Ah, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here, but Richard, this is looking like a team that could wreck the Baltimore Ravens' absolute miracle run down the stretch here. Mitchell, they're the only team that I that I think and I have thought would have a chance to beat Baltimore. They're the only team in the AFC side. They're the only chance that team that I saw that I would say, oh, okay, they're going to make it a game. It's going to be very interesting in Baltimore. And I don't think Baltimore feels as confident as they would have against Buffalo because Buffalo, you know, 
Josh is going to turn the ball over that defense. Baltimore defense is going to get after him. He's going to make mistake. Mike McDonald is going to draw some things up. He's going to confuse him. He's going to make it happen. They're going to send him home, and they're going to be on their way to a Super Bowl. But Patrick Mahomes is one of those ones, Mitchell. It's just like playing Tom. It's just like playing playing Aaron. It's just like playing any of the other greats. When you play Patrick Mahomes, regardless of if he has the better team or the worst team, he is the difference maker. And he is a guy that is moving the needle, that make that that tilts uh, the odds into his team's favor. And he has been playing some of his best ball. It seems like his receivers, even Valdez Scantling, was playing yeah. a really good game, caught some huge passes down the stretch. Didn't draw, They didn't have any of those characteristic drops that they've had this season. You know, they were amongst the league leaders and, and drop passes, and they didn't have those. And the elements aren't going to be an issue because this is Kansas City. So them going to Baltimore and playing in a frigid game, and what's new for them? That's not new. That's not changing anything for them. Their defense travels. They have playmakers. They have good secondary players. Um, they have active linebackers. Spags has been bringing a lot of pressure. Uh, I think it's going to be a really interesting matchup, but I think this is the worst-case scenario in terms of, of an opponent that Baltimore could see and feel comfortable about. It's going to be a game. You know, Baltimore should still be favorite. They're still a great team. They should still expect to win this game. But when Patrick Mahomes is out there, Mitchell, you do not bet against mm-hmm. him. And I'm not, I'm not sure I'm betting against him, Mitchell. I don't blame you. Well, let's talk about Baltimore because they took it to Houston. Uh, Houston was riding high. I mean, C.J. Stroud looked like, I mean, he is, I would assume, the rookie of the year. He looks like a future MVP candidate for sure. Houston got steamrolled. Uh, but for a punt return touchdown, uh, they were held off the board offensively. And wow. Baltimore took it to him. Um, <laughs> Lamar Jackson. 100 rushing yards, two pass touchdowns, two rush touchdowns, 100-plus pass rating. Richard, has he proven himself to you as an MVP-worthy candidate? Well, Mitchell, it, it, it's one of those situations where he, he's going to get it. He's going to get it by by what I would say default, Mitchell. He, was, he had 29 total touchdowns in a regular season. That'll be the least amount of touchdowns for an MVP, I think, since 1987, for, at least for a quarterback. <laughs> And so it's just a different year. You know, I still think there would be a chance for he and uh, Christian McCaffrey to split it. Christian still had a fantastic year. They were the number one seed in their in their conference. Um, but he, he, he'll he get it. He, he deserves it. But in these playoffs, he's played really well. And he's going to have to play well because right now he's one in three versus Patrick Mahomes. One in three. And now he's gotten his second playoff win. But he's been, he, you know, he was now he's two and three in the playoffs. He's one in three. If he beats Mahomes, you've earned everything you get. You go to the Super Bowl, you feel very confident going through the 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 reigning Super Bowl champs um, to get there. But it's not going to be an easy game. I don't think it's going to be like any of the playoff games or regular season games that they've had. It's going to be a dogfight. Kansas City knows the sense of urgency. Andy Reid is one of the best play callers and drawing them up. Um, and I think they're going to – and Mike Munch – I mean, Munch Munchchamp. Munch, I always munch, munching. I always, always mess his name up. <laughs> I always mess his name up. And Mike McDonald um, on the defensive side are going to do a great job drawing it up. It, it, this is going to be a, a, a definite chess match, and I can't wait to see this game. Um, it looks like they're going in as the favorites. The Ravens are three-point favorites at home, which is standard. You know, that's that's just home field. 
that, that, that Vegas is saying if it's a neutral site, it's even with a three-point spread. Um, and that's about the way I see it. Kansas City can play with them. Baltimore can play. They both can score. And any given Sunday, anything can happen. This is one of those games. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Lions are playing at the 49ers, Mitchell. I think it's going to be a dogfight. I think the the concern I, I would have for Detroit is their secondary. You know, they're mostly at the corners, mostly at the corners. The corners are, are the spots that they've been vulnerable. Um, the pass rush has gotten hotter than they than they had been earlier in the season. Aiden Hutchinson, I think, has gotten a sack in just about every game in the last four or five games. Um, <clears throat> offensively, they've run the ball well. Their offense, offensive line has, has done a great job opening holes for Jameer Gibbs, Ben Johnson, drawing it up. Um, it, it, it's been great, and it's looked good. But I think San Francisco, I mean, they're, they're six-and-a-half-point favorites for a reason in this game. Uh, I think they match up really well with the Detroit Lions. Uh, but any given Sunday, and this team has shown a lot of fight, a lot of grit, and, and found ways to win. So um, we'll see. We shall see. And, Richard, the last few weeks I've asked you, with underdog teams, if the Lions are to go into San Francisco and get a win, how is that going to happen? Lay the blueprint for me. So us Detroiters, give me some faith back here in Detroit. How are you going to play this game as Dan Campbell, Ben Johnson, scripting this out for a win for the Lions? Well, the only way, the, the ways that San Francisco has been beaten are when they turn the ball over. You have to force Brock Purdy to turn the football over. When they've lost, that's what has happened. They lost to Baltimore. He had the four interceptions. 
Uh, they lost to, to Cleveland. He had interceptions. They lost to Minnesota. He threw interceptions. They lost to uh, Cincinnati. He threw interceptions. Those are the games that they find a way to lose. And when teams run the ball effectively. So you got to run the ball, and that's something Detroit has done really well. They have run the ball, run the ball, run the ball really well be, with these two good backs that they have. Um, they they got to shorten the game like that, and they got to turn the ball over, and they got to own the time of possession. That's something Green Bay did really well in this game. They own the time of possession. They shortened the game a ton. They made sure that uh, that San Francisco didn't have as many possessions, that they couldn't lap them before the half when they missed a field goal, then came out after the half and went three and out. Like, those were huge things in the ballgame, huge parts of the ballgame, huge reasons why they were leading and why they had a chance to win because they own the time of possession. So shorten the game. You have to shorten the game with a team like this. You can't keep giving them the ball back, and you definitely can't turn the ball over them. This defense it has, has struggled a bit versus the run, um, and if they don't get that corrected, then you guys should be able to move the ball down the field but they have been fantastic in the red zone and standing up in the red zone. You can't exchange field goals in this game with this team uh, or it's going to be a long day, Mitchell. I'm trying to avoid a long day, Rich. And I got to ask, before we conclude this podcast, I got to know predictions. I know it's fresh in your brain. And we're going to have a long week for me to try to coerce you to the Detroit side. You know, Richard, I need you to stand up for us on Undisputed. At, at its at the minimum, please. And I know you will. But, Richard, what do you see the outcome? Niners, Lions, Ravens, Chiefs. Who do you like uh, and why? I see the Niners, 40, the, the Niners-Lions game uh, being really competitive and a fun game, physical. Both defenses getting after it. Uh, I think San Francisco's D-line finally starts to, to, to come to life because they've been very pedestrian and, and – uh, in the last few games of the season and in his first playoff game, they, they look kind of rusty, look kind of off. It was Eric's first game back. Um, they didn't record a sack against Jordan Love. And so I expect them to get on track and put some pressure on Jared Goff because he's not moving around the pocket. He's not moving anywhere. He's going to be where he's supposed to be. Um, I expect Detroit to be able to run the ball. Um, they'll probably score some points. I don't think Jared will turn the ball over, but they – the Kyle Shanahan and this defense is very familiar with Jared Goff. They played him for a really long time. So they know his habits. They know his tendencies. Um, they know his adjustments. They know how to get to him. They know how to change his demeanor. So I think that will come into play as well. I think San Francisco wins this game, Mitchell, but it will be competitive. It won't be any kind of blowout or, or runaway game. Um, but I think it's going to be a really good game. I think Chiefs at Ravens is harder to call because I, I just need to see how this Chiefs defense responds to this Baltimore offense. And, and can they block uh, this D-line, which which nobody has been able to block them yet. And that's the reason why they're number one in sacks, number one in scoring, number one in all these categories. But Patrick Mahomes has done it before, and he's done it with less. Um, so I, I, I see Baltimore winning in like a field goal game, but it's going to come down to the last possession Last drive of the game. Um, and I think Lamar drives them down for a game-winning field goal, and they, they walk away with the win, and they go meet San Francisco in the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Well, Richard, I'll tell you this much. 
The Detroit Lions are not going to go out without a dramatic fight. I can promise you that. This is a first time in my lifetime, actually second time, first time that I can really be conscious and, and enjoy it, that they've been in the <laughs> F- NFC Championship game. And I love it. Richard, I, just what if, my friend? What if? What if? What if? Man? What if? It only, it only takes one, and God bless it. Any given Sunday. It's, it's going to be Jared Goff that just does it. And Richard, I gotta, I gotta have this one promise from you. When the, when that happens, please, can you don the Honolulu blue and silver for Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday? Oh, I could, I can don it, Mitchell. I, I like Detroit. I like their team. I would have no problem uh, donning that. But I, I don't, I don't know if they could beat San Francisco 49. But if they do, Mitchell, I can, I can give me a Sam Laporta jersey and throw it on, Mitchell. I, I, I much love that. Much love that. Richard, this concludes it. The divisional round. You know who's not in this discussion? The Dallas Cowboys, because they Dallas were Cowboys. a wild card and done. Richard, I will let you sign us off. Mitchell, they they found a way to to ruin my day, even when they weren't even playing. The divisional <laughs> and done. I Mitchell, for a second there, the San Francisco 49ers were struggling, and I said, I know they're not going to make me do the divisional and done for them. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Don't make me get there. Divisional and done. Divisional and done. Mitchell, no. I was concerned. I was like, I know you were. To, to, to go into the office on Monday and have to deal with Skip, if they would have lost Mitchell, I don't even want to think about Mm-mm. it. Don't even want to think about it. But this is going to be an incredible weekend of football. Unexpected. Watch that Kansas City-Baltimore game. Do not sleep on the Kansas City Chiefs. I think Baltimore pulls it off, but it would not surprise me at all if the reigning Super Bowl champions walk away and go play San Francisco in the Super Bowl again. That would not be that surprising, Mitchell. They, they, Patrick Mahomes, he's a hard man to bet against these days, Mitchell. And that's why I would, I'd caution Baltimore fans. I know they're feeling it, Mitchell. I, they, they may they be are. walking around with, with confidence and feeling good. They would have rather play Josh Allen than Patrick Mahomes. Anybody that's saying they would have rather play Patrick Mahomes than Josh Allen is lying to your face. And you need to call them out on their BS because not a team in this league prefers that. Not one. I agree with you, Rich. But that, we'll that see concludes you. concludes it. Sign us off, my friend. We'll see you next week. Oh, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your week. Stay warm. It's pretty cold outside. And get ready for a fantastic championship Sunday next week. We'll see you after. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.